0: Pivot to Passion with Deanna Byrne and Grant Hatcher where we actually sit down and have great dialogue about the messy, the funny, and the downright unbelievable. We chat about what we see happening around us in the world, in the spiritual community, and far beyond. Thanks for being here. Enjoy this episode and be sure to share with your friends. We appreciate it. So my name is
1: Grant Hatcher and that's my website granthatcher.com. I'm a meditation instructor, hypnotherapist, I studied psychology in school, and I just sort of blend all of these things along with my life lessons, you know, because I've gone through some pretty hard downs in life, lost some loved ones and things like that, and just learned some tools, you know, that uh, really helped me. And I'm just trying to help other people too, you know? And and I think that's how our paths kind of crossed, eh, Deanna?
0: It is, it is actually. And, um, you know, we, we were sort of connected together by Josh, Yes. and who's who's you you and josh have been friends like forever and yeah um, and i met josh a few years ago actually when a really good friend of mine ruth sherman had a horse accident
1: oh okay yeah i know ruth yeah,
0: yeah and yeah. so she was supposed to be paralyzed for life but it's true oh. and um we ended up doing this massive fundraiser and we just literally put it out in the community and said hey we're gonna be doing this fundraiser for Ruth. She's because like, she was an in, you know self-employed massage therapist, right? It was. We received. I I think we raised like ten or fifteen grand that wow. day. We had therapists coming from all over to set up and do mini treatments and stuff. Anyway, Josh was one of them, and so okay. he had reached out and said, "You know, I really I really feel I need to be involved in this." And yeah. You know and 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 so here's here's little josh he's tucked back in the corner, looking all handsome and stuff and he's the like the longest lineup yeah of, of course yeah so funny yeah but we stayed connected over the years and um and so th- and then that's how kind of you and i connected which is which that's
1: is great. great that's so cool man yeah i've met a lot of people through josh you know like yeah. funny story we were i was in thailand on a tiny island like in thailand and <laughs> yeah. uh uh, you know met this person you know whatever you know you meet so many people traveling and things like that and after so I met Josh just before I went to Thailand and then I was in a meditation retreats when I kind of started studying mindfulness meditation there and I was halfway through the retreat and I was like man we need this stuff back home because like you know it's a tool that people can access that if you can't go to th- I mean meditation isn't therapy you know it isn't a substitute but it can be like a a buffer it can help you know it can do some really great things in there so I was like we need to give this to people and so I was like I want to open my own yoga and meditation studio don't know how I'm going to do it only person I knew at the time was Josh and we might have said like several sentences to each other by messaging I was like hey man like thinking about opening up my own yoga and meditation studio in Halifax you're the only guy I know likes meditation what do you think and he's, yeah, we're already looking uh, at buildings. We need another business partner. you on board if you want to be. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, that was it. But I met this this person. And, uh, and so, anyways, I moved back to Thailand, moved right in with Josh, and we started the center. And then we're posting pictures. And then this girl was commenting on our pictures. And then she was like commenting on Josh's pictures. I was like, I was kind of funny, you know, like she must have like creeped through me and got to Josh.
0: He's like, oh no, no, I met her in Australia
1: or something like that. Like
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my (laughs) You know, it is so it is so weird how things well it's not, but you know, you and then you meet somebody and then you it's like when I was talking to the gentleman today about the app and I'm like, Oh, where are you located? And he goes, Oh, I'm I'm in, in New York. And I said, Oh, okay. And he goes, but I'm originally from Canada ah right and yeah, so th- yeah and so then we ended up having a whole Canadian conversation yep. about yep. all that so that was like you know it's like people trust Canadians they just think we're just these these honest lovely wonderful human beings that have, I know have no yeah. anger or frustration or <laughs> whatever right but yes. I mean, you know, it, it it's a small world and, and, and over the years, and I was actually going through my cell phone when I changed, I, I upgraded cell phones a, a few months ago and I'm going through my, my contact list. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. Yeah. But yeah. how many times have you been with somebody say, Hey man, give me your number. And
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the name is like, john from there and here and it's like who is this per-? you know what i mean it's like yeah 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 yeah
0: mine, mine end up being golden red julie yeah <laughs> because i bump into somebody on a trail and she's like oh are you gonna breed her i'll set her and oh then,
1: gotcha and yeah and then yeah, i go
0: through it. and i'm like who the hell is anyway anyway but, yeah. um so you know what this has been great so um pivot to passion was Sort of a I kind of started doing the podcasts last year and really talking about just what I felt were were topics that people were really engaged with and and at yeah. that point never really thought about partnering with someone to do it, right mm. and then here we are, yeah and the the feedback from the last one we did was so amazing, and then here we are again. I saw mm-hmm. a stupid meme. <laughs> 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 you know? and you had posted a bit um on your social media about just the vulnerabilities that you'd been feeling and 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 kind of why don't we why don't we lead in there and if, sure. if you're comfortable of talking about sort of where you went what happened and then we'll yeah. kind of go to the meme i guess
1: yes absolutely i also just want to say there are people working on my roof. I know it might come through the audio a little bit. Uh, They're supposed to be here this morning, but of course they showed up right before we're about to start this. So bear with this here, but I think it's all right. So, but yeah, I I I haven't
0: heard anything. So I think, yeah, I'm
1: thinking people with headphones might pick it up a little more maybe or something, but I, um, yeah. So this weekend I was just like, it just kind of happens the way it always happens for me. Like, I just start to feel off you know what I mean like I start to feel like okay it could be like a tension in my body just something doesn't feel right you know what I mean and then I usually try to slug through a little bit because it's like oh you know like oh it's okay like you know I gotta do this you know and like typical stubborn kind of like things and then eventually I'm just like okay like all this stuff is here do the thing that you help everybody else to do you know right. feel the feelings you know and it's uh it's hard to do, you know, because feelings I remember saying this one time and I was thinking about this on my walk. It's vulnerable being vulnerable, you know what I mean? Like and so yeah, yeah. I I just had to feel these feelings that I was feeling and I had to cry, you know, I just processed and stuff, you know, I was saying like, oh I'm not I'm a I'm like I'm amounting to nothing in life and all these you know, all this stuff that you just kind of come up when you're in a vulnerable state and emotional. And even as I'm saying them, like, I don't fully believe it, you know, but some part in that moment kind of did. But after saying them and getting them out and having the cry, I just felt so much better, you know, and I went out, had a little bit of lunch, ate some food, had a cup of coffee and just did some journaling. And I was like, wow, I just feel like a million times better, you know, so felt so much. I just felt good about that. And I'm as somebody who just like posts online quite a bit and, and tries to share like positive things like I'm not a false positive person by any means you know but I, I, I do have an incredible life I'm like engaged to somebody I love very much everything is really really good in my life and I think people see that you know so but I just wanted to let them know hey I didn't share the whole story but it was like I had a hard time this weekend went through some emotions like I had to have a cry and things like that it wasn't fun yeah. but I just want to say you know it's okay we're we're all going through ups and downs you know and it's okay to go through ups and downs and you know on social media we often see the best of everybody's lives usually i know you're pretty vulnerable you share your stuff too yeah but yeah for for the most part a lot of people you know we only see the best you know and so i think it's important to share those just to let us know that we're humans and that we all go through these ups and downs and and it kind of it didn't blow up but it was it had a positive response you know and uh people commenting like man i'm feeling the same way you know i've been you know it's been things are good in my life but it's like man I've just been having a hard week or having this like thank you for for sharing this and stuff so i think that's where it came from just wanted to be human you know because again the whole reason why i'm doing this work is because i want to try to help people and i think some of the best ways that we can help people is just by being real people you know so that's all i was trying to do with it so
0: And I think that's important because, you know, I actually ended up having a conversation with a fellow colleague. This was, gosh, some point last year. I had been approached by an acquaintance of mine from from my hometown, and he had been really struggling with some things and really felt that um, because of the industry he was in, he couldn't really talk to anybody because, you know, he was supposed (laughs) to be the man, right? Yeah. And so we, we, we had really great dialogue all around that and sort of helped him to sort of peel away those layers and step forward into his kind of his own power and go in a different direction in life and all that. Yep. It got the conversation started with my colleague and I about the fact that it is so unfortunate that men have been put in this position. Yes. And what we've seen the last three years specifically This this, uh, conscious awakening of consciousness Mm -hmm. and such a huge population, there are so many men going, I don't know what to do.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, right. It's hard, it's hard,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And as a man who literally teaches this stuff, I got to go through that cycle almost every single time where it's like, like I said, I'm like, Uh, you know, that typical kind of like. I'm going to work through this. So, you know, I'm going to work my way through or, or sometimes oh, I'll just have a drink. Or, it's not even a conscious choice where I'm like, oh, I'm going to drink my sorrow away or anything like that. But it's like, oh, we'll have a drink tonight. You know? And it's it's like, and you don't realize how like sometimes that can numb you out, even like, mm. even in subtle ways. And we kind of talked about it last time, like the phone, you know, getting on social media, it's so easy to distract yourself from your emotions before you have a chance to feel them, you know, and, uh, and as men, especially, I think it's a it's difficult, you know, and, and and not and, you know all of us, we, like, our parents, our families, and things like that, our peers never really knew how to process the emotions, you know, and we're, we're all kind of learning together, and it's messy, and it's scary, and it's hard, you know, so, you know, anybody who's trying to face those things, you know, it, it takes a lot of courage, because emotions aren't Again, one, two, three, ABC. It's like, "Ah,
0: uh, uh," you know, so you don't know what's going to happen. So, and it, it pops the cork, right? You know, like all of a sudden now for me specifically. So I grew up with six brothers, right? Mm -hmm. So I, they use my Barbie doll heads as a hockey puck. I mean, yeah. it was yeah. like, you know, it was brutal. And it was like, no. oh, for God's sakes, you know, stop, man. you got to be stronger. Like, it, it was that, yes. you know. Yeah. They taught me how to ride a bike by putting me at the top of a mountain and pushed.
1: Yes. Yeah. You know, and back- there's something beneficial to that in a way, too. Like There, I think is, there, there is. There is, is something benefit. Like, I think men get a bad rep sometimes. And like, but, you know, it's not always that, you know. It's like, I grew up in Cape Breton, like, the most stoic of men. In the world, you know, but I'd say like one in five are probably an alcoholic, like not even joking. Like it's it's yeah. really it's really sad, you know. And uh so yeah, keep going. Yeah, what you're saying with your brothers and things, yeah.
0: It's true. And the thing is is, is, is 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 like you say, so one in five is an alcoholic. That really goes to it's like when I look at my brothers now that were older, and you know, we had a we had we had some some dirty family stuff come up last year that that we were all yeah. trying to work together and process individually because yeah. it, it, it affected us all on individual levels right and so for me i'm just like i'm just gonna make a video <laughs> i'm just gonna do a podcast that's it i'm gonna get it done, right yeah my my brothers were like you don't you don't talk about that stuff yeah you know, I, I do so you yeah. know what it's those again there's that definition then when when i look at the men in my life you know brothers friends colleagues that you know that people who have come from environments where it was like you you know you don't cry you don't talk about your feelings you don't you, you know yeah. you, you you support your family and whatever when I look at that age demographic now they're they're hurting because they're hurting they, man they don't know how to re- it's not it's not okay to go get help it's no so, so what do they do they drink They they, they become the one in five, Yeah, Yeah. right?
1: Yeah, I remember when I learned not to cry from pain. I was 11 or 12 and we were at school. I remember exactly what happened. I had like, we were like pretending we were like having a race with a horse and like there was two, there's four of us. So it was two on two kind of and I had to skip and rope around my buddy's waist and then whoever raced him had skipped out, and the horse was in front of whoever my buddy was and then we we're running but i was like with my buddy i guess and i stepped on his foot and then fell and he like kicked me in the mouth when i fell and i remember just like the normal like and i just went i don't need to cry and then i remember just feeling so proud of myself you know like that i didn't need to cry there and like i stopped i stuffed it down And like, yeah, I had a little cut in my lip and stuff like that. And like, but that was the first moment when I realized I could just suck it out. Like, I don't need to cry. That's physical pain. Physical pain is a little different than emotional pain. But I knew then that I could take an emotion and go like in that That moment. Like that's what it taught. And I remember feeling proud about that. Like, wow, look at me. Like I'm a man. That kind of is what it felt like, you know? Yeah.
0: I you know, what is, is so frustrating about that is because now and i still see it you know and especially with social media i you know I, I i have a lot of people on my social media from when i grew up you know i grew up in digby right you mm-hmm. know s- similar to cape breton same idea yeah exact same idea yeah. and you know so a lot of these people that i grew up with it's the same kind of thing you know and it makes me sad like I'll, i'll have male friends and i'll say you know hey you okay like you want to talk about And they look at me like i have four heads right? And and I'm like, listen, I'm just, the offer's there. There's, there's, you know, there's no ulterior motive. There's nothing. I'm just concerned about you because you're off. But yet they'll ask me if I'm off, like it's expected. It's the the whole programming, the societal programming around vulnerability and emotions has been so incredibly ingrained and massive. It's generational trauma at this point, as far as I'm concerned, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and and so then i sent you i sent you that meme that um i'm gonna open that up here and so it was two things so there was a spiritual bypassing versus authentic healing spiritual bypassing is categorized as the fragmentation versus the authentic healing is sort of the wholeness now my dog is playing with her toys so if you hear the squeaky (laughs) <laughs> so I've got the squeaky, you've got the roofers, right? Yeah. So the spiritual bypassing is definitely, I'm just going to see if I can actually possibly screen share. Um, Let me just make this a little bit bigger so that I can hide things because I just feel that it might be a little bit better if I do that. Um. So share screen. Let's see. I want to do this. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's just gonna let me just do that. Oh, well, something's happening. What's going on? It's load. Oh yeah, you got it. Did I get it? Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Okay, so um, hopefully we can get back to where we need to go. So
2: <laughs> one okay. step at a time here. <laughs> one step.
0: So Let's, let's talk about that. So we've got the spiritual, the spiritual bypassing versus authentic healing. Now I'm honestly, my friend had, had posted that and I, this is just where I was. And I want to get your feedback. My initial response when I saw that was, you know what? We need to do a little bit of both because yeah. if we go back to our conversation last week about the whole self-love movement and people sort of getting stuck in that mindset, I also feel that when people go through the authentic healing, they can sit there and not move forward. They're stuck yes. in that yes. cement of hurt yes. and sadness and all of those things. Yes. And yeah. because those particular emotions are heavier mm-hmm. than the other ones, they it's like cement. So so what's yes. what's your thought on that?
1: I agree 100%. You nailed it. You know, we got to look at it like almost like a spectrum in a sense. And uh, I like to imagine our higher levels. So just like think about I don't want to throw some religions under the bus but you know some religions and and things like that they focused on the high vibes you know what i mean let's yeah. and like ignore our humanness almost you know and 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 our humanness is messy it's a messy being a human it's emotional there's rage there's anger there's sex there's this there's that yeah and when yeah. we ignore those things they sort of compound until they come out like a spring you know or and But once you kind of have a more integrated, when you embrace your higher consciousness and the lower vibes, as the as the meme here kind of says, um, then you can go into the low vibes with an anchor in the high vibes. You know, it's almost like if we're using this direct up and down uh, image here, you can rappel down and do some work, but you don't want to hang out there forever because it's heavy. it's, It's anger. It's stuff. It's stuff that's difficult. And when you do a little bit of work, you want to climb back out of there, you know? So it's good to have that anchor. You know, I say, have an anchor in the light. If we're thinking yin and yang, light and dark or yes. heavier emotions, again, if you're doing the shadow work, you're getting in there, it's, you can get lost in there. And, and, and a lot of people are lost in there. That's why I think it's important to have, that's why I teach some spiritual stuff because it's important to have that outlet. It's important to be able to disconnect from your immediate human experience because it can get so heavy and, and tough, you know? So being able to have an anchor in the light to go down into the deep, dirty, where the trauma is and stuff like that, it helps you to come back, you know? But if you're all light and you're ignoring that stuff, they're like the most annoying people in the world, right? They're like, oh. Hi, yeah, you can just see, you can just tell, you I know, know. like, yeah. They uh,
0: remind me of the non-smokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just you know? like,
1: looking down upon you like yeah. I know. <laughs>
0: yeah. And 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 I just I remember when we opened our boutique um right before COVID hit, actually, we had this gorgeous little boutique in Windsor and um people would, would come into the shop and there would be people that would come in there and they would like look down on us, right? Yeah. And I'm like, seriously? Yeah. And I said, and so finally I would just start doing the whole customer service. You know, I have a boutique. They're going to buy things, whatever. And then I just started saying, so, you know, that's, that's your ego center, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, and it's like you, like, if you're there, you are so far away from here, up, up here, if, if you're stuck here you're so far away from up here they think they're doing the high vibe thing yeah they, they think they are it's the same as it's the same as you can write as many positive affirmations on sticky notes and put them all over your house as you want to but if you don't truly believe the content yeah it means nothing
1: yeah yeah it's it's a pretty common pattern right and again in some religions we see that you know you're you know you're getting all these beautiful lessons in religions a lot of them have so many like the good it's all there in all those religions but sometimes they just don't they apply it in the way they want to you know what i mean and it's uh you know and it's 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 our ego is really good at doing that it's like oh yeah i do this thing therefore you know but it's like we're all humans man like yeah we're all humans you know so it's like we got to embrace the humanness it's we're a whole you know it's all of this together and what happens when we do the spiritual bypassing it's like how many gurus have we heard and seen that have just done horrendous things you know how many because they are putting on this thing you know putting people on pedestals you know And, and it's bound to topple you know and it's it's we need to be grounded as well and a part of being grounded is going down through the muck going down through the gunk and you know and it's it's hard work but it's it brings balance and if you don't do it it'll force you to do it (laughs) so or it'll force you you know it'll throw it in your face in the worst kind of way it'll give you little reminders little pokes like hey remember this stuff that you know, we want, we're supposed to work on. Okay. And then maybe another month we'll like, okay. It's like, Hey, this stuff here, man, like, come on. And then, and then something will come up. And it's uh, and if you honestly, like, I don't even think this is like anything to doubt, but if we don't deal with those emotional things and stuff, it will come across as some sort of physical illness. Like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confident in saying that, you know,
0: Oh, everything manifests. And I, don't, I I want to circle back to the gurus for a minute, because here we have a scenario where um, I'm going to use, I'm going to use an example. So many, many, many years ago, I was invited to do a therapeutic touch workshop in Tadamagush at the Tadamagush Center. And it, it it was literally, we're, we're talking almost 30 years ago at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. And I remember I'm at this workshop, and I had never actually experienced—I had never experienced um, energy before. So, yeah, we're we're at the workshop, and the the facilitator says, "Okay, so now we're going to modulate energy, right? So, you know, we're 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 doing this thing with our hands, and we're visualizing moving energy and modulating energy on, onto our partner and whatever." So. Then she said, uh, we're we're gonna do color modulation. So you pick a color in your mind, you visualize that you're giving that color to your partner, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so my partner is a male and he's he's doing this energy on my neck. And I remember it so incredibly strong. I was sitting there and I remember thinking, oh
3: my
0: god, right? And afterwards. The the instructor said, "So tell us about your experience." And I said, "I felt like I needed a cigarette, like <laughs> when I was done." Yeah. And, he, and he started laughing. And keeping in mind, I had never met this person before. And she said, "Well, what color did you use?" And he said, "Well, pink." And and she and the, the instructor said, "Well, what did you use as for visualization?" He said, "Well, all all I could see were pink satin sheets." oh
1: my goodness
0: in that moment i learned so many things right
1: yes yeah
0: i learned the power of energy the power of energy modulation but i also learned the power of vulnerability in an energetic situation yeah so let's go to the gurus for a minute it's the Mm -hmm. exact same sort of feeling that you you connect to this group of people, whatever the group of people is, and you're doing whatever, and it could be a retreat, it could be a meditation center, it could be whatever. And this guru, the majority of them are sitting in, they are definitely sitting in a seat of ego, right? Mm-hmm. But, but they've also mastered energy modulation at massive proportions. Mm-hmm these people then feel that vulnerability that this unhealthy sexual connection yeah to these gurus
1: yeah yes and And i think a thing too is like where where if you think of the traditional chakra system where is our emotions at it tends to be in our sacral area you know so when we break ourselves open emotionally um it's easy to connect those emotions to that person in an intimate way you know and like it's 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 like if you're vulnerable with anybody in any way there is some sort of like connection there you know what i mean especially if you haven't been able to be vulnerable with people before you know in that way it can easily quickly turn into you know an emotional relationship and that's why therapists and things are very strictly trained on on how to handle those relationships yeah
0: absolutely and and you know I I remember when I first started getting sort of into the 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 whole industry you know and started upgrading my training and and things like that and then I would go to um, for an example, like the reflexology program, was so incredibly yeah. structured and science-based, and ethics and code of ethics, conduct, and so on. Um, the aromatherapy, those sorts of things. I found the energy medicine ones were not, and mm. that that is where we got into trouble because yeah. that should literally be something that is taught. That you, there is a code of ethics and conduct. I mean, it's 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 much better now. It's gotten much better. Yes. Years, yes. But it was a very, very challenging time. And yes. you know, look at Reiki as an example. Reiki, original Reiki, you didn't get a master's in a weekend. No.
1: You know, at it was, all. It was a long time and like very, very few people got it. Yeah.
0: That's right. Because you had to go through the shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. You had to sit at the shit buffet. that's gonna be like that's that's gonna be like our trademark right the shit yeah yeah. um you're gonna have to sit at the shit buffet you're gonna have to deal with your shit and if you don't deal with it like you say it's gonna manifest into something physical yeah That, that energy you know years ago I had a friend who was in a situation um where she had had a a trauma in her family and she was very hurt by that trauma it affected her very deeply on an emotional level and it was a prominent family and she was basically told it's been dealt with yeah right yeah yeah Yeah. within 12 months she had her thyroid removed
1: oh yeah she wasn't able to release it you know and Yeah. yeah And I think there's something about that I kind of wanted to touch on it when we were talking about Cape Breton and things like that. And I think it's everywhere, but there's a lot of shame with this stuff, right? We feel so much shame with our family uh, history, you know? Like, even me growing up, it was like, oh, man, it's like, Shh, we don't talk about that. You know, we, like you were saying, you know, there's a lot of shame. And, like, it's like, but, like, keeping it in and, like, causes so much more trouble you know i mean if we only talked about these things you know we it would be a lot better but i think it was like everybody was trying to save face but in reality it ended up backfiring you know in the long run and the trauma we don't deal with it's passed on to our next generations to and everybody around us it impacts everything we do right so it's again i'm not saying we want to be down there digging in the dirt all the time like it's not you know it's not fun to be there, you know it's uh but we need to sometimes, you know and and to kind of go back to the the idea of the uh high vibe low vibe, you know, people who are stuck in the dirt, you know, they need that high vibe stuff, so I think what happened is that here we are, us lonely little humans living and struggling and feeling and all these things, and certain people had their spiritual awakening, and it was like, oh my god it's like wow i feel so free you know i want to share this with so many people like you know what i mean so i think the intention behind you know all religions and all the the early um new age uh spirituality people like the high vibe of people like i think their intentions were good they really wanted people to to feel that as well you know but um they forgot to integrate the lower stuff as well. So it's both. We're both. So that's the important thing.
0: It is. And I mean, so if we go back to sort of the fragmentation part of it, so the, the high vibe, so, so talking sort of about balance. So when you're in the, the, the reality is, is so let's let's just look at the last three years. The majority of the population have literally sat in the resistance area, the sadness, the rage, the grief, the hurt, all now grief being loss of their lifestyles loss of connection um yes we we talked during our last podcast about the the importance of human connection human physical connection right yes so so all of that so then what happens is we also created the whole love and light people who were were stuck in the high vibe but the fake high vibe like we said right yeah um you know because how can you have ascension and love and peace and joy and flow if you're stuck at home in isolation and you can't see anybody that you love it's kind of yeah. hard to be in that vibe right yeah yeah so then going and moving now moving over to the authentic healing the wholeness part of it that is like you said it's important to sit within the areas so there we've got like the hurt Sadness, joy, grief, love, peace, rage, all of those things. So you know what? I'm raging today. So I went for a drive and I got really pissed off at somebody. Why? So sit with that for a minute. Yeah. Peel away the why. And then when you get to the, the why, you can connect it to, as an example, let's just say I had rage and I peel away the layers and I move it over and I realize it's connected to grief. And then I realize, oh, my gosh, you know what? This would have been a certain anniversary of my husband's death or something yes. like that. Yes, yes, yes. Then I can transition from that to the joy of how lucky was I to have him for 20 years. Yes. So there's yeah. the healthy process of moving from the the lower frequency emotion.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Feeling it, peeling it, and getting up to the higher. But right if we don't allow ourselves to feel it yes and try to understand why then we're just pissed off
1: yeah exactly and i think that's where again these are traditional you know there's there's obviously differences for everybody but where most men end up it's like anger you know it's this frustration it's this anger you know but Let's be. We don't get a chance to get beyond that, you know. At least traditionally, you know, that's kind of how it's been for most men, I think, and and a lot of women as well. You know, it's 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 we kind of, yeah. again, kind of talking about like what I was saying at the start with my post. You know, first I'm like <laughs> pushing through this thing, you know, and then it's like and I'm stubbing my toe, and then I'm getting mad, and I slam a cupboard door or something, and then something breaks. It's like holy fuck, nothing's working here. Like right, like, <laughs> yeah. I've done it many times where like I remember. This was probably just before I went to Thailand and like becoming aware. Okay. I'm getting more and more frustrated here. And I was washing dishes and I was like scrubbing the dishes. I don't know what I was being frustrated. I have no idea. And I like was bent over and I stood up and like the cupboard door was open. And
3: the corner of
1: the cupboard door like hit me right on top of the head. It literally like dropped me to the floor. Like I just went, I just fell like a ton of bricks and like, I literally like felt like a baby. I almost like curled up in the fetal position, like ready to ball my eyes so I was like And then I just started laughing so hard. was like I literally had to smack myself upside the head to, to stop for a second and just feel what the heck was going on here, you know. But yeah. it's like we often don't, or a lot of people don't get past that anger and frustration, and then, and then it it can mess with so much stuff. It can mess with your, you know, your relationships and your life. And uh, it's, yeah, and, you know, yeah. and it's hard. It's scary to get in there though. But, you know, as we've kind of said in this, this podcast, and the last one, like once you do, like you said, a picture of the yin and yang, you know, you got the the, the black side and then the white side, you go into the black side and what's there a little white dot, you know, you come through, you can come, you can go through the darkness to get to the light and you can go through the light to get to the darkness. Imagine those high vibe people, all high vibes.
0: That's right. I'm like all shit, light. Man. I'm light.
1: Yeah. 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 I know you actually got a big fucking shit stain on your forehead, but there's.
0: <laughs> you know, it is so true because I mean, at the end of the day we have to <sighs> i had a friend this this actually truly happened and i had a friend tell me last year that i was a lot right Mm -hmm. and i mean i know that (laughs) i i'm aware but um i was also going through a lot and this this is something that that was a huge epiphany for me last year is before my husband died he was my person he was the person that i bounced things off of yes good bad ugly messy didn't matter right and he also was amazing at giving me time to be sad Mm. or or self-pity and then he said okay get the fuck up that's it yes yes we're we're moving on right now yeah all of a sudden I had my dog my dog doesn't do that for me yeah so so then for an example I would be out with people and they would be like, oh, how are you doing? And I'd be like verbal diarrhea of right. how I'm doing. And, yeah. and I understood that I was a lot because everybody was carrying their own heavy load as well. Yes. Right? Yes. So, but I have to tell you, those words have played with my head mm. for months. Because when I start to feel like I need to release, I'm, I, I was swallowing it again. Yeah. Because I didn't want to bother anybody. And then what happened? Oh, I don't know. I get amnesia
1: yeah 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 it's a it's a balance right it's like you know your husband there again that's the beauty of the sort of traditional male energy it's like yes. okay, okay yeah but now let's move on you know it's like yep. there is something to that as well like i said we don't want to be buried in there all the time and i think when it comes to that stuff it's we we need to know who our outlets are like i'm i'm really lucky to have my fiance and also I, uh, during the pandemic, because everything was so difficult, a couple male friends of mine who or brilliant, you know, doing the work, like, man, we just need to talk more. Like we need to communicate. Yeah. So we made an effort to, to rekindle our connection, even though I was like on the other side of the country at the time too. And, uh, and we were vulnerable with each other and we were able to, you know, so you need to find the people. And if you don't, you know, like a therapist. And then it's like, I think sometimes all the difference in that spot is just asking is it okay if I unload here you know because maybe the person isn't emotionally able to take it on you know maybe they're like holy fuck I don't think so man like I'm fucked too you know or maybe then you can do it together you know I find that asking you know can really really help in that spot
0: That, I am so glad you just brought that up because that has been something that I have seen a lot of because let's step back into this whole, you know, it doesn't serve me movement, you know, self-love, right? I see so many people post on social media, things like you really find out who your friends are when you're down, that sort of stuff. And it irks me so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe your friend is like teetering on the verge of like not wanting to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As how, you, you know, like how about starting the conversation with, hey, guys, just checking in. How's everything doing? You know, I know you're going through a lot. You're opening the dialogue. Yes. Right? And yes. then you're able to share bits. And you know what? Don't dominate the conversation. Allow everybody to speak. Allow everybody to unload. Carry what you can. I have amazing friends where if they message me, I just say, guys, I got nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're the same with me. Like, I, I have a friend, she'll say to me, she'll say, Listen, I got a lot going on, but I'm here. three in the morning, you need me, I'm there. Yes. But I don't have the energy right now to give you the whole everyday mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. up. Like, mm-hmm. how amazingly incredible is that honesty, right?
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. And then you yeah. never feel it's, it's, it's consent, right? You don't, and then you never, you're never like, oh my God, you know, like, and then uh and then on the flip side as somebody who's receiving the stuff um i think it's also important to ask and this is like very important i think for men myself included who's learned this mistake many times is that we're fixers men are fixers we're like yes. okay you yes. tell me your problem i'm going to tell you how to fix it but asking the person do you want solutions in the situation do you want me to help you with that or do you just need some space for it to come out and just release you know and because i think that's really key right because Sometimes when you're saying your stuff, you don't want somebody picking through it. Like, oh, well, if this was done this way, then maybe, you know, sometimes you just wanna, you know, and that's what needs to happen, you know? So, and I think as men, and I'm just speaking from experience, uh, it's difficult to do that for us because we wanna try to fix the problem, you know? We're, we're solvers yeah. and things like that. So I think, you know, asking for permission to to express, and then the person receiving, okay, do you want me to just hold space for you or do you want me to, you know? And often what happens for the first one or the second one, when you're just holding space, once that happens, kind of the solution begins to work its way in eventually anyway. Yes. Uh, because you, you're not in the middle of it now. You yeah. you let it out and now you got a little space and you can kind of see it, you know? But when you're in the middle of it and somebody's trying to tell you what you should be doing, it, sh- it can shut you down, right?
0: Uh, you know, because... 90% of the time you already know you fucked up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Like you yeah. already
0: know you probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah. This is the outcome, but you did yeah. it anyway, for whatever the reasoning is. Yeah. The last thing that you wanted to hear is to be reprimanded for your decisions. I mean, yes, I, I would start my conversations with okay, so nobody died. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Like,
0: but but hear me out. But you know what? A really good way to start a dialogue like that when somebody is on loading is say, is there anything I can do to help you? Yeah,
1: yeah, like what you need. Yeah, yeah.
0: And shut up. Yeah. And listen.
1: Right?
0: You know, hi Charlie. It is like be the owl. Be the owl.
2: Sit Mm.
0: and listen. And listen to learn, not listen to talk. That's the other big thing, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: you know, and so it's, it's interesting because we're going through this whole identity crisis in the world. Am I a man? Am I a woman? How I, how do I define? Am I, mm-hmm. I don't even know. Right. I respect, I respect their, their, their values. I respect where they're going. I, I, and, and I support their movement a hundred percent if it's what they truly want to need in their lives. Right it has added a whole other layer of how do you talk about male, female energy
2: in mm, mm-hmm, yeah.
0: the landscape, right? Yeah. And so I've really had to step back and kind of reword how I do that because historically male energy was the man. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Male energy is like you say, if you look at the yin and yang, you know, it's the provider, the doer, the fixer, the whatever. You know yeah. the, the yin's the nurturer, the lover, the mm-hmm. but that can be either that can, can be,
1: be anybody, a, yeah. It
0: could be anybody. It's a personality yeah. trait of a human being.
1: Yes, and I think those are probably the two best words, yin and yang. Right, that's probably yeah. the most uh, uh, less charged words there is. And like, yeah. and I think that's I think what we're seeing is like we had our tra- our traditional generals, men did this, women did that. You know, right. we lived along. Now it's christened and crossing a little bit, you know, and it's, and I think all it's, all it is is that there are some men, I get, I get the, I get the mixed up, but there's some men with more yin energy, and then that expresses them, you know, whereas there's some women with more yang energy, you know, and like, and for me personally, I can feel those two energies inside of myself. And giving the moment, given the day, I can be more feminine or I could be more masculine, you know, depending on what I'm doing, you know, like, or, or you know, so it's like, and I think people who might be tra- born as a man but feel they're a woman is because they have more of that. It's the energy. energy. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I think energy. so. Yeah, and absolutely. Yeah,
0: and yeah. the unfortunate part is societal program. Societal programming is what is, is, is in my opinion is literally what caused this identity crisis that we're going through because rather than being taught we have dual energies yes Within our bodies within Mm -hmm. our psyche within our thinking we you know you you express and you sit within those as you need to you pull from what you have to pull from if you need to cry you're going to cry if you need to stand up brush off your knees wipe away your tears slap yourself in the face and keep pushing forward that's what you're going to do rather than be told oh you shouldn't cry
2: yes yeah
0: so we've literally created this 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 fuckery yeah that that we're seeing evolve around us because of the fact that so much was was stifled for so long
1: I I know yeah absolutely yeah and it's coming out in different ways right it's coming out in the yeah it's uh man it's such a tough time for for people who feel different inside themselves than what yeah. the were you know what i mean like i can't imagine how hard that must be for them and and you know so it's a it's a it's an interesting time for everybody right now for that yeah and uh yeah and i've always just understood it to be an energy thing because i felt yeah. light and darkness this masculine feminine energy inside of me after doing some pretty deep healing work you know and uh as a man like feeling how the feminine manifests inside of me and collectively how the sort of masculine energy has really pressed down the the feminine energy you know and uh to the point that it's the, the feminine the divine feminine feels wounded you know and i could feel yeah. that inside of myself you know and but you know the divine masculine because these energies go together it means the divine masculine has to be wounded as well it can't not be the other you know so it's so we're i think we're just trying to we're trying to find a balance here i think and and we're trying to move collectively to this balance but it's it's taking time to come out and it's coming out in all sorts of different ways which i you know it's okay it's we're we're trying to get there in whatever way it is that we're trying to get there you know so
0: and i feel that if 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 people could step back for a moment and literally just honor other people's expressive expressions however they express themselves whatever they choose to do at the end of the day that is their decision and mm-hmm. and we we're we're also evolving as a species in terms of you know being so stuck with the old views and old values that really didn't do us any good um, yeah. overall so we're we we have a whole generation stuck in that cement yes right we have the next generation who were starting to step out of the cement and sort of tap their toes into the holy water of life yeah and then you have the next generation's like woohoo yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so it's we're, like, yeah i feel like we've got these three generations just bombarding each other with with opinions and and yeah all of those and then just throw the media's opinion in there well it's just a circus right
1: oh man it's rough yeah it's rough with the media and everything and then then it'd be nice if we if everybody could just sit down and like have open conversations about it would probably just be fine but because there's this like it's it's like we're pinning this side against that side and and from social media, it's easy to take a jab, you know, with people you don't disagree with. But if you actually like I've had encounters with people who I grew up with online, you know, I grew up with in person who we've always been cordial and, and great in person, but like hit clash online, you know, but if we had those online conversations in person, I can always guarantee none of the nasty stuff would come out, you know, and like and I think when it comes to the generational divides, it's like, I think that's why we like die because like we need to recycle, you know. Like it's like you oh know, god, can you imagine? generation, yeah, who comes up? It's like all oh, the you know, crazy old kids, you know. Like and it's like and it's funny, like to kind of like see that. Like I'm I'm gonna be turning thirty-five, you know, not old by any means, but I'm not twenty anymore, you know. But yeah, you know, yeah. so it's like it's funny to see the differences. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of this middle ground now. Like, oh yeah, it's like I wonder. I'm, I'm hoping I can. I don't want to be like old and try to be too hip you know i don't want to i don't want to force it but it's like i'm curious to see how that goes for me when i get there um but yeah and it's i think both sides have a point right like it goes yeah. like and i think it's beautiful to see our youth really gung-ho and just like you know um i heard a really they are cool the meta-
0: generation of fixers they yeah. are the generation of fixers because yeah. they are not taking no for an answer
1: no i heard a guy his name is keith he's a cacao shaman in uh, guatemala and i sat on one of the sessions and he explained it beautifully and i think keith's in his 50s or 60s and he was saying you know he's like my generation came through and we were like in the jungle just like hacking through the bush you know like and then pointing to the next generation like my generation or whoever kind of like the ones who are like paving the roads you know and then the generation coming behind us are the ones in the rocket ships take it off on the runway that we built. you know, so it's like we're building off of it, but it's important to know the slug that the older generations had to go through. There's value there. We need to understand how difficult things were and things. and you know, it's it like the societies that embrace the youth and their elders, like those are the societies, again, the whole, right? We're all a part of this. And I think maybe our society, uh, doesn't do a great job with that you know we're our poor elders are just stuck in like these you know we just kind of toss them off you know like no no benefit to anybody in certain ways you know and it's uh we need to learn to to integrate all these things because youth's incredible you know they're just so like, I remember my nephew like jumping off the table, landing on his knees when he was like three years old and being like, ha ha ha, and getting up and doing it again, like, bang.
0: We're just like, oh my
1: God. But like, <laughs> just like the <laughs> youth are invincible, man. They are, you know, I know. But, like they don't I know. know, they don't know enough to know enough, you know, but that's yes. their gift, you know, and their curse. And the old know enough to know enough, and that's their gift, but also their curse, right? So it's about trying to find a blend, like, I think the ideal society would be where we learn from our elders but we're inspired by our youth together somehow. Yeah.
0: What a concept. You know, I was I was sitting there last night and I had a friend post something about this new 15-minute city thing. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't really get involved in even looking it up or trying to figure it out. I just, I was seeing a lot of negative around it. And finally, I thought, you know, I should probably look into this because I really don't know much. What about was it, 15? was it? The 15-Minute City is, oh, okay. is is what it's called. And it's this whole new concept of, now, I've I've not checked into it. So for those of you anti-15-Minute City or <laughs> do not send me an email, okay? Just just let me. Deanna's a
1: 15-Minute here now yeah.
0: that's right so when when i looked it up now the conspiracy theorists and stuff like that have a whole other view on it and i understand that and not even conspiracy theorists people that are the conspiracy theorists are way over the top but then there's people yes. who are just being open-minded to right. what's happening around you get
1: us. lumped into that category yes, which is which a dangerous is very thing.
0: unfortunate yes so it's a
1: dangerous thing
0: it is so my friend yeah. had posted something and and he's not the conspiracy theorist he's the more logical let's guys, like we got to really look at this. Now, when I looked it up a little bit last night, I was super tired, so I didn't spend a whole lot of time in it. But when I looked it up, it was really about the concept. And I believe it was first rolled out in Paris, where they defined that from a society standpoint, that every human being should have the right to have all of their basic needs met within a 15 minute walking distance. Mm. Okay. Now, that is an amazing concept if that was the case <laughs> now canada is huge
2: yeah
0: right yeah how are you going to deal with rural canada yeah yeah i think it's wonderful if if the concept was as beautifully sounding as the sales Yes. Yeah. Right. And and like I say, again, I've not really looked into it much, but, and I'm going to, but, but my point was, as I was looking at that, and I was thinking, if there is some ulterior motive to this, because apparently, you know, the world economic form is connected to it somehow, there's, there's, there's a bit of darkness to it. But this is what I'm thinking. If there was darkness attached to that, and, and if there was an ulterior motive, what better time to approach the masses, after keeping them locked down in their own homes for months. Yeah. When they were craving being able to get out and connect with people, getting out to, to, to spend time, you know, walking somewhere. Gas is a buck 50 liter. How great would it be if you could just walk five minutes to get your groceries and so on, so on, so on. So yeah. to me, as I was reading it, I was seeing value in the concept <laughs> of that's going to bring us back to, to the whole concept. It takes a village.
1: Yes. Right? yes
0: because we are so far past that yes that we become a bunch of selfish sons of bitches yeah you know it's just like somebody falls down on the side of the road and they're injured and we videotape them and put it on tiktok
1: yeah i thought it was that i was biking i was riding my bike last night and get like it snowed and it was cold it was icy and i kind of like slipped And i imagine like falling and hurting myself and i'm being like somebody would probably maybe just film this and laugh and move on you know like maybe yeah
0: (laughs) how like i mean i i'm like it's appalling to me but that is really where we are and so i kind of feel there's a part of me that kind of feels like we gotta we gotta pull in the reins a bit here yeah right yeah because you know at this point if if let's keep it real if there was some uh, natural disaster tomorrow we're doomed
1: <laughs> yeah it'd be tough you know yeah. but it's sometimes that's what it takes to shake it up we be like oh my god we're all in this together you know i remember it yeah. man i remember it was the saddest thing in a way i took this class in first year university and it was called the roots of peace and conflict and it was uh, it was this woman was teaching it, who was a very worldly woman, and she knew a lot about, you know, the ongoings in, you know, other parts of the world, like, I'm just a young white boy, grew up in those beautiful part, Cape Breton, you know, yeah, they were suffering, but not to the level maybe of what, yeah. you know, some other places are. So I got to learn a lot in that class. And we all like it was really like smart people in the class and just had a discussion, like, what's it going to take for us all to kind of come together? Yeah. And one of the things was like maybe like an alien invasion or something like and then we'll all group together as one, which was like I was like, "Man, that sounds so bad." Like like that was kind of the conclusion of the class honestly, and it was just like, "What the what the hell, man? Like, can't we come together like without that?" But sometimes uh, you know, it, like it takes a a whack in the face for us to remember like, "Oh my god." But yeah, it's uh interesting time right now and and that city thing that 15 minutes is so interesting because like that makes so much sense in a city but there's also like some people's needs it's like nothing you know it's like i need to be out in acres and acres of land and so i think that's the conspiracy is that we're trying to get everybody together in one spot not like
0: like like almost like a sort of thing Yeah. yeah yeah and i mean so, I mean, I am going to spend a bit of time and, and, and I, you know, as with everything that has happened in the last three years, I have spent a significant amount of time looking at both sides,
3: Yes. Right?
0: fully understanding both sides, based yeah. on my own personal opinion on what I came to in terms of my research, my data, and all of that. if Bob told me I should think like this, I did not think like that. As yeah. Soon. But the majority of people did. So, yeah. Um, But now let's go, let's, let's circle right back to emotions again. So now because of the fact that all of that has happened and it was so incredibly predominant and in our face for so long and that people were literally trying to survive and live in fight or flight mode with massive doses of adrenaline being pumped into their body every single day. Now their bodies are so fucked that their emotion, they don't know how to be emotional it's either absolute rage or complete and total despair
1: yeah yeah it's a it's yeah it's the extremes right it's the extremes that are so difficult to deal with you know and uh, and that's kind of where like you just sometimes you do need to Tap out, like you need to tap out of the narrative, whatever your narrative is, you know, whatever side of the coin you're on here, you know, or whether you're right in the middle and you have no idea what the heck to think, you know, it's like sometimes you just need to let go and just be present in what's around you. And I find, I think that's where the one thing, like, I imagine the city thing is like, we need to be in nature. We need to just be in nature sometimes, like, we just need to be out there because when we're in our little sphere it's like these things bounce off it's like in this room i'm in this room here you know it's not huge not small but like if i was only in this room like it tends it feels like it closes in on you know whereas nature is expansive and like thoughts can just like be released and feelings can be released you know and uh these extremes man they're so they're volatile you know whatever they are and i i hope that, you know, with any extreme, when we fling ourselves out to the edge, we realize, oh, this side doesn't quite work out here, doesn't quite work out here, but it's almost always that I've noticed, somewhere's in the middle, like, always, like, like, studied psychology in school, and it was so funny, like, the history of psychology, it's like, it it was always like, oh, well, it's this, you know, or no, and then the other side is like, no, it's that, and what happens, interestingly, is that these two sides clash so hard that a lot of really like this side fights so hard for its right to live and this side fights so hard for its right to live they all make incredibly great points but then at the end of the day once everybody like 30 40 years are out of it a little bit they look back on it like oh well they're both right you know like nature or was it nurture you know and both sides fought vehemently that nature was right and then nurture was right oh no you know now we know it's both you know so it's so i've just kind of learned and i've just been noticing the duality of everything i was like well you know it's probably both guys you know it's kind of like but it's like we seem to need to go to these extremes for some reason before we learn it you know it's like learning the lesson the hard way maybe i don't know
0: and i feel like that's 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 almost like what we're taught but but there is and i know you have to go here in a couple minutes because you have an appointment soon right Mm -hmm. um so that just brought me to something that I was actually working on today, which is called the Snyder analogy or cider analogy. Do you know, have you, have you heard of that? I don't know. Okay. So cider analogy. So basically if you are at a point where you're trying to make a decision on something, come yeah. to a determination on something in your life, even this could even really be applied to working through an emotion that you were. So let's take, so cider S Y D E R. So the analogy is S Start by always setting goals in a positive sense, hmm. right? That is, you focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. So, if you're in the midst of, of an emotional decision, you're not going to be focusing, oh, I'm so sad. You're going to yes. focus, right? You're going to focus on, okay, so what do I have to do to feel better?
2: Yeah. Reframe yeah. the
0: wording, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Then why? You own it. This is my favorite. So owning owning it means owning everything, even your mistakes and failures. When this happens, as they sometimes will, you can stop and ask yourself what you can do to change the outcome going forward. You can also ask yourself what you can do to influence the outcome or what you would need to do to achieve this particular goal. So again, you're having internal dialogue as well, right? Yeah. D defined in sensory specific terms. Start by picking a specific date in which you intended this outcome to be realized or manifested. Next, put yourself in a visualization of actually having it. Picture what it feels like to be there in a the sense of the word, touch it, see it, feel it, and have it. Make sure that the image in your mind of the goal is sensory rich, vivid, and compelling. Now uh-huh. you can do that with your emotions as well, because if you're really sad, you could say to yourself, you know, what, I'm just going to sit here for like 40 minutes. As an example, set that clock in your mind so you're you're, you're honoring the fact that you're upset. Yep. You're allowing yourself time to process it. And yep. then you are moving past it. So you're actually, get, you know, you're scheduling it in. And I know yep. that sounds super weird, but it actually works, right? Yeah. Then we go to E, ecology, effects on every area of your life. So this essentially is like risk. It's, it's like a risk assessment, right? Right. How the goal will affect every area of your life. And you could do the same as how sitting in the shit pile is going to affect every area of your life. Same idea. Start by asking what will happen when you have this and what won't happen when you have this. Yeah. You can ask yourself if there are any downsides to achieving your goal. Next, try asking yourself how having this outcome will affect every area of your life. And examine also, this is the thing people don't do. How does it affect other people around you? Mm-hmm. How does it affect your family, your loved ones, yep. your friends, your community, and even the planet, really? Yes, absolutely. And then really do a deep soul-searching check and ask yourself how you truly feel about this goal. And yeah. do one at 100%. So <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like, if you're super angry at something, are you really? Right? Or. Yeah. Is this just a side effect of something else? Right. And that's where you get into the feeling it, right? So now are yeah. resources and root. This is where you ask yourself what resources you have that will help you reach your goal and what additional resources do you need. It's much easier to work out how to get to your goal once you've gotten it in your mind, right? So in the end, you need to put yourself in a position of already having achieved the goal. By going through this process, you can also see what had to be put in place immediately before allowing this goal to happen. Keep examining what had to be in place before that and continue all the way back to the first step. So those can all actually be applied Yes, own life from, from an emotions vulnerability standpoint, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, totally.
0: So let's quickly circle back. So with your emotions and then feeling very, very vulnerable, does anything jump out at you that you felt you gained from that after all of that happened?
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I just felt better. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just physically, mentally, emotionally, I felt better. Um, I was able to then do the things that helped me that while I was feeling those emotions, uh, how I trying to say this, right? So some of the things, one of the things I was like, Oh, I feel worthless. I'm not amounting to anything or something like that. As I was wallowing in those emotions and then release and process them, then I was able to do something about it. I was like, well, why am I? Why did I feel that? You know, what can I start to do now that will make me feel productive? That'll make me feel this. You know what I mean? And I was already doing some things. The emotions were a bit dramatic, but it made me more productive this week because I was able to do stuff. You know, like whereas before just carrying it and then not knowing what it was and then it made me like not want to do stuff because I was feeling weird. And then finally I felt it. And then I was like, Oh, now that I've done this, I can be able to, you know, so those are a couple of things I could think of. Yeah.
0: You know, something that I thought about when you were saying that was I was chatting with a friend the other day and he actually said to me, he said, God, I'm so tired. It's like everybody around me. I know is was so tired. And I said, Oh, I said, well, like, is there any stuff going on? Like emotional yeah. stuff? Right. Yeah. And, and he goes, yeah. And he started naming off yeah stuff he was going through right and i'm like okay yeah. well, that's, that's why you're tired because it actually yeah, yeah exactly a yeah, lot of energy so
1: much better now and like yeah i can say the exact same things a few friends in my life you know they call into the post and like somebody you know who i've seen in person you know and i know they're taking on a ton like they're doing so much and you know they they resonated with my post they're like you know wow i can make to this i'm like yeah i imagine you can because like you're like yeah. i didn't say this obviously you know but it was like wow yeah you like you're taking on so much and it's it's wearing you down you know like yeah. it's it's hard you know when you take on all those things and you know our, we do get tired and i think it's that's the difficulty of the reality we live in in the capitalistic nature and and trying yeah. to you know even just trying to survive there's this like productivity pressure because we need to pay bills and do all this stuff and, and sometimes and then you got kids or you got whatever you know there's and then it's it's hard man it's hard yeah
0: it's it's crazy and then we we throw the cost of living in there as well and and, exactly yeah and like i know for getting harder it's absolutely getting harder and and i know for me like this week was was a lot because i was hitting my end right road like things like things had to start happening you know Mm. And, and 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 my faith was like God, Gina, you work so hard. And I mean, something's got to break. Something's going to break. Something's mm. got to break. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but I would allow myself to sit within those times where, you know what, I'm just going to ball for an hour. I'm going to put on a sad movie. I'm going to eat a bag of potato chips. And I'm going to, and I'm going to cry. Right. Mm. And then, so let's go back to female males. So, so there, that's my female energy. My yin was nurturing and allowing myself to feel and all of that. And then, and then the Yang would come in and be like, all right, we're done. Yeah. Let's get (laughs) up, Brush off your knees, wash your face, get back to it. And if we allow ourselves to honor the fact that both of those sides of us are both 100% valid and okay to be in, whether you're a male, whether you're a woman, however you define, we would be golden.
1: Yeah, that's it you nailed it i think that's the i think that's the cherry on top of this uh conversation here yeah
0: so let's yeah. wrap up um i know that you've got to go so so what else do you want to add to the conversation before we uh plan our next one
1: <laughs> I, I don't know i think that was it i think you just kind of brought it like full circle there li yin and yang together they're both you know we're we, it's like again low vibes high vibes masculine feminine we're it's we're all of this it's we're all of this and it's messy and it's not going to be perfect and we need to do the work but we need to take breaks that was something else that I realized too it's like you know after I had my little mental breakdown there emotional breakdown was like sometimes you need to not try so hard you know what I mean like sometimes you're really you got to do this got to do that got to go 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 got to get this done you know what I mean sometimes you just sometimes or if you're trying to work on something like a project or a video and it's just like not working it's like this won't come together it's like sometimes you just need to step away like maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing right now and then or maybe you know you know but sometimes you do need to push through you know it's like again find the balance i don't know i don't know
0: (laughs) but but also have trust because honestly so so this is so i i have spent a ridiculous amount of time building my tiktok account Uh creating my content writing my content setting up my lighting recording over and over like i've spent an insane amount of time doing that and so then i would sit there and i would say to myself like what are you doing (laughs) you Uh know and then i would get tired and then i would hear the voices of my you know family or friends like Oh, TikTok, you're wasting t- you're wasting your time, whatever. Those voices would come in my head only to hear somebody say to me today, your TikTok, sealed deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Fuck so yeah. yeah.
0: When you know, yes, like right. So here I was and I invested a ton of time in this thing to have this person say to me, This is this is exactly what we're looking
2: for. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you yeah. know what? if you're doing something and a it feels good b it's working yeah like it's not breaking it's not whatever you know
3: yeah
0: um be patient because yes sometimes if we focus too much on pushing for the outcome we miss the destination yes we go right yeah. by
1: you can get disappointed because your 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 destination isn't here yet so you're like oh man you're halfway there though but you don't know that you know like don't
0: know it so yeah yeah okay grant um website and what do you got going on anything that you want to share with people
1: yeah just right now i'm creating uh some meditation programs so i got a foundational meditation program on my website GrantHatcher.com. I'm creating a spiritual um, program as well, just to kind of learn how to tap into your spirituality. And they all just kind of build off each other. So I'm just going to keep building more content. Uh, uh, so yeah, just check out the website, check out my TikTok. I got two TikToks. So I got Grant Hatcher Serious, that's this stuff. And then I got yep. Grant Hatcher silly, which is the funny stuff. Um, but I'm both of those all at once. So yeah, yeah. And just thank me. you, Deanna. Yeah, yeah. Thank you <laughs> so much for having me on here. You know, like I, yeah, these chats are great.
0: Oh, you know what? It is like, it is like every now and then you meet somebody where you're like, bam, the synergy is like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I can talk. Like, let's keep it serious. (laughs) I can can talk, right? And I, I could do an hour podcast all by myself. Yep. and you know. Yeah.
1: Oh, me too. No problem. Yeah. 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 And Buddy, we and I, I we, me and you, could go for ten hours. I'm sure, and not even blink. Like I know, I know. we
0: could. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, Grant, I'm getting hungry, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, <laughs> I got to pee. That's too low pee. vibe for me. Don't eat. <laughs> we're fasting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's right. But um, so tomorrow, I will. This will be on YouTube as well. This will also be over on Spotify. Once it gets to Spotify, it filters out. Uh, so we will. Our other podcast is now streaming on all major platforms. Amazon, Audible, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on and on and on and on. So um, yeah, you know, yes. it's, it's great. And then of course, um, also it'll be in YouTube on, in, a, in a video format. So yeah, we'll decide what our next topic is going to be and um, schedule it in and it's great. I think it's awesome. All right. Sounds good, Deanna. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here, buddy. We will talk soon. Everybody that was here and everybody that views it later on, thank you.